Psalm 8, 3 through 5 says, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. This morning, Navahine Hili Na'iyayasu will be dancing to, Who am I? And I know who I am because of who he is and what he has done in my life. And Psalm 8 begins with, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Have a blessed day in the Lord.
that the voice that calmed the sea would call out through the rain and calm the storm in me. Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling. From Revelations 21, verse 3. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look! God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will noho with them. They will be his people, and God himself will noho them and be their God. Noho, dwell, and also be with. We are near to the end of the revelations, with the end of times, horrors, and destructions behind of us. We're reading the good stuff now, the new things to come being revealed. The way we ma lamakea kua and our prayers and repentance when we fall out of accord give us faith in the peace everlasting to come. We set our eternal foundation on verse 3 with great expectations for what will be described in verse 4. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. 
The revelation here is that no matter our circumstances, now, our eternal futures, will be forever fulfilling and we will know with him in never-ending joy. We will be with him. We will know. And aloha nui to you. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the miry clay. You set my feet upon the rock, and now I know. friend and I will worship you until the very end Jesus lover of my soul Jesus I will never let you go you've taken me from the miry clay you set my feet upon the rock now I Until the very end, until the very end, until the very end. 
Until you crack the sky, Lord Jesus, and you come again. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Ranger here from Mana Christian Ohana doing this Sunday's online church. So I hope everything, everybody's in good health. And here we go. Let me pray for you guys. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you that uh, you have gathered us here together in your name. Father, we just pray that you would open the eyes and the ears and our hearts that we would hear what the Spirit of the Lord, which is wishes to share with the church, Father. That if you are knocking at our door, we would hear your voice and open a door and allow you to come in and sup within us, that your word may be glorified in all we do. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, um, my topic this morning is Build Back Better. And I got this uh, because, you know, after the church shut down and we opened up and we shut down, we opened up, yeah, um, we kind of got scattered, yeah. But Kahu has tried to uh, bring us together stronger in the word, yeah. You know, these times are pretty uncertain now, you know. Even when I look at my retirement, my pension, you know. And it was supposed to be enough, you know, but uh, maybe it's not so secure anymore. And I cannot depend on, or we cannot depend on the things of the world. But one thing we can depend on is God and his provision and his spirit in our lives today that we may have peace. You know, so much going on with the world, you know. Um, so this message was given to me. Yeah build back better and that's uh that's for our church I want to build this church back stronger and stronger in the word stronger in faith and forget about the numbers yeah because the results are always in god's hands well, what we can do is we can build our faith yeah amen building our faith through his word so anyway um <clears throat> From Acts 2.42, and this is like the foundation of the early uh, Christians building the, the first church, okay? <clears throat> Acts 2.42, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to sharing meals, including the Lord's Supper, which is communion, and to prayer. So the Holy Spirit was moving at that time. Remember when the uh, during Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came down? Well, they, well, the apostles were performing all kinds of signs and miracles and healings. It and um, you know, <clears throat> and they they um, they were all devoted to each other and devoted themselves to the to the teaching because they had no New Testament. Remember that they so. Uh, the gospel of Jesus was shared mouth to mouth at that time. Yeah, the coconut wireless, we like to say, right? Uh, but, you know, at that time, they were all in one accord and they had, they shared everything in common. You know, they ate together, they, they traveled together, they, you know, they spent a lot of time with each other. 
and especially in prayer and meeting and listening and sharing God's word, you know. And and they became such a strong church. So so this message, and I'm going to share from Timothy, yeah, because uh, they raised up people, apostles, raised up elders, yeah, which later were able to go out and share the word too. So from 2 Timothy chapter 2, 1 to 2, and verse 15b, yeah, and then a little excerpt from verse 15. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say, remember there were no, uh, no New Testament at the time. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others, who correctly handles the word of truth. So that's so important that, you know what, when we share to other peoples, we build them up to be able and equip them to be able to share with others. That way, God's word goes out, you know, amongst all people. Yeah, because all are worthy to hear. Yeah, somebody share Jesus with me. Amen. So we get four topics. Uh, uh, I got mine studying the word, which is uh, the apostles teaching. Yeah. To fellowship, to sharing the meals, including the Lord's Supper. I'm going to share on the Lord's Supper and to prayer. Yeah. So first one, studying the word. This is from Ezra. For Ezra had devoted himself to the, to the study and observance of the law of the Lord. Yeah, study and observance. That means he knew the word and he also walked in the, in the word. Yeah, he also obeyed the commandments. And to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. So his whole life was devoted to learning the word and showing, being an example like what Kimo's uh, sermon was last week. Being ex an example of the word and teaching it to others. Yeah, so we have Kahu, Kimo, Zanga, Kurt. We have the elders. We have strong women in the church that know the word and are teaching it with the other. We're so fortunate that we have such great examples here in our church. That's how our church will get stronger. Yeah, when we grow in the word and um, and teach it to others. Okay, in Acts seventeen eleven. Now the Berean Jews were a more noble character than those in Thessalonica. You know, more noble character, meaning that, you know what, they just didn't know the word, but they were obeying the word, okay? For they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day. They read the word every day to see if what Paul said was true. So Paul was sharing the word by mouth and they would go back and look at it you know, looking at what he said, if it lined up with, with the, even the Old Testament. Because Paul was, was telling them about how Jesus came. Yeah. And his crucifixion, which, you know, we know as uh, Isaiah 53, uh, 53, 5. He was pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our inequities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. So... They looked at that, yeah, what Paul was saying and 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 what the scriptures, the old scriptures were, were talking about the coming of Jesus. 
And so when they found out that what he said was true, whoa, boy, they were really moving, you know? They were really eager to receive more. And remember, the Holy Spirit was moving in them too. Yeah. Uh, from uh, I like this scripture from Matthew 5, 6. Yeah, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. You know what? We cannot teach anybody you know, how to uh, love the word, how to uh, desire to, to, more, to get more of the word, yeah? We can only teach the word and the Holy Spirit does its, does its work, yeah? The Holy Spirit moves in our heart that we desire more and more of the word, yeah? And the result is, and this is from Ephesians 4.14, then we will no longer be like, be like infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Because they had a lot of false teachers yeah, out there too, not, not teaching, not correctly handling the word of God. Yeah? So <clears throat> we got to know the word, know the truth, Follow, uh, be obedient. Yeah, our life should reflect God's word in our, in our walk. Yeah, and we can, then we can be fully equipped and mature in the word and, and be able to stand firm when, when these uncertain times that are upon us now uh, are happening. But we need to be examples of uh, trusting in God. Amen. So, uh, second, this other next topic is worship and fellowship. I got these two together. Yeah, when we fellowship and we worship together at the same time. This is from 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Um, you know, Proverbs 27.17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another you know what um we learn a lot by ourselves but we can learn a lot better with another person or with a group of people and that's why we have our bible studies yeah and that's why we meet in church together yeah and and we can process with each other and ask each other questions because like for me, I don't know everything, but I know something. Yeah, if somebody asks me something that I don't know, I can go ask Kahu or Kimo or Zango or Kurt. Yeah, or you know, somebody's gonna know, and or we can go check the Bible together. How's that? So we learn together. The Bible says two are better than one, and a cord of three strands is not easily broken. So the more people we got. Um, bringing their uh, their their manao, their knowledge, yeah, onto the table. We can all share with one another and and grow together, yeah, as we are supposed to. You know, um, the only way we can the one way we can stifle the word of God is to keep it to ourselves. So the, so so here my next scripture describes how better it is to share the word, yeah? Colossians 3.16, and this is our, our uh, scripture of the month. 
Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, I mean, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So when we gather together and we share God's word and we and we sing in praise and worship and a lot of praise and worship songs, songs got God's word in them. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? Getting together in one accord, just like the the, uh, the first church did, you know, when they shared everything and we share in worship, you know, our worship is is magnified. Yeah. And then we understand that one purpose, one body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one God and Father of all who is in all and through all. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we see the word glorified and we grow so much. Uh, we bring God so much glory when we gather together in his word. Yeah. The next one is uh, the Lord's Supper. No, um, and this comes from the upper room. You know, Jesus gave gave this lesson to them from the upper room when they celebrated the Passover, which was was uh, God gave them that sacrament to remember what He did when He freed the Israelites from Egypt. Right. <clears throat> so, First <clears throat> Corinthians eleven twenty three to twenty six. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. Yeah, because Paul, um, not Paul, but uh, he learned from his apostles who were with Jesus in the upper room. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this uh, bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. <clears throat> so uh, just like how the Passover was really important to the Israelites. Yeah for remembering what God did for them when he freed them from, from Egypt. So the Lord's Supper, yeah, which is communion, which reminds us, re helps us remember that, hey, you know what? Christ paid the, the, the debt for our sins, yeah? He rescued us. He redeemed us from sin and death. And, <clears throat> and we have, as a result, we have salvation and eternal life. Yeah. As that result, we have his presence, his Holy Spirit living inside of us. Yeah. As a result, we, we, we remember that, hey, you know what? His, <clears throat> his, uh, his death, we proclaim his death. His death brought our life. His suffering, his suffering brought our healing. Yeah? And his obedience to the Father is our obedience to God's word today. Yeah, because we trust in God. And knowing that, you know what? <clears throat> the reason why we have the Holy Spirit, the only reason why we have the Holy Spirit is because of his atonement on the cross. 
which brought all these things to us. Yeah, if not for the cross, we'd have no power, no Holy Spirit, no hope, no peace. We'd be on our own trying to earn our salvation, like I said. Yeah, so praise be to the living God who gave us this uh, this gift of uh, communion. Amen. So the next one is prayer from Colossians 4, 2 to 3. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us too, that the word, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. And, you know, we're not in chains, but it, it just means we can, in whatever circumstance that we are in, we can pray to God. We can devote ourselves to God. We can have a life of prayer. Yeah. Being watchful and thank, thankful always because everything we have or everything that we're going through, we're not alone. Remember, we are in communion with, with Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. So we're not walking alone. And, and it's with grateful hearts that we, uh, we acknowledge his presence within us. And through prayer, yeah, prayer feeds the spirit, man. Yeah, prayer helps us grow. Prayer is the action of communion. Yeah, prayer is the action of communion with God. It's like we're talking to God. Yeah, and he hears our prayers and he answers every prayer. Let me tell you, he answers every prayer. Have faith. Okay, so establish a prayer time. Yeah. Establish a prayer time. Uh, and if you don't know how to pray, ask somebody. Ask. Yeah, that's a prayer too. Asking. Ask and you will receive. Knock, the door will open. Seek and you will find. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to pray. And when I came to this church, I was amazed at the prayers that the men were praying in this church. And that's why I'm a member of this church. Because of the, their prayers. You know? They were praying for me. Amen. Philippians 4, 67. This is uh, Corey's favorite scripture. And I love this scripture too. He prays this in our, in our prayer group every Sunday morning. And I invite you guys to join us in Sunday morning. And it's it's pretty much a hybrid. By hybrid, I, I mean that we meet physically and those that cannot meet with us physically meet on Zoom. So there's really no excuse. <laughs> anyway, Philippians 4, 6-7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this is another way how God's word richly dwells within us. It's doing prayer, especially doing intercessory prayer or in our uh, corporate prayer or group prayer yeah when we pray for each other you know i i like this story about job hey when uh remember job 
he went through all his trials and tribulations. And then his friends, his friends, the friends that were supposed to comfort him started accusing him. Well, God told Job to pray for, go pray for your friends. Yeah. And, you know, if it was me, I wouldn't feel like praying for my friends. But Job prayed for his friends. And after he prayed for his friends, God restored everything he lost double. Yeah, he was, he received double for his trouble after he prayed for his friend, his friends. You know, in James, it says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed. You know, when we pray for others, we get healing. We get everything we need by praying for others. Amen. Number four is the mission. Um, wait. Oh, yes. The mission. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so we're, now we are equipped and we were never meant to keep it to ourselves, right? So we got to go out. Yeah. And Jesus, this is Jesus commands that we do go out. So from Matthew 28, 90 to 20. Therefore, go. And I got this capital letters. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you to the very end of the age. So, you know, he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Right. And so, you know what? The Holy Spirit goes with us wherever we go. Yeah, because we are fully equipped. You know, a little while ago, uh, somebody asked for baptism. And because I, I served in, in the baptism ministry, I knew how to baptize. You know, I cannot, you know what? We're not a stumbling block for somebody that, uh, that wants to know Jesus. Yeah, we become a door, a way for them. Yeah, so the church makes disciples and fully equips all of us to do God's work. Yeah, and and then we have this great uh, attitude, like freely we have received, so if we we freely we give, yeah? because we have the Holy Spirit moving with us helping us, inspiring us, and giving us strength and guidance and, and wisdom, you know, to do the things that uh, that God had proposed for us to do long ago. Amen. You know, I got this inspiration from Joshua uh, chapter 4, and this is pretty, pretty much the main reason why this sermon came into being, yeah? Joshua 4, 1-3, when the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing. The priests are standing carrying the ark, yeah? And carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So, uh... One man from each tribe, family, you know, one person, you know, it's like 
God wants everyone to be involved. Yeah. God wants, you know, the church is the church because, uh, because everybody worships together. So, you know, in this respect, God had one man from each tribe, every family carry the stone, building an altar to God. So in this way, this is Kahu's vision for us too, that each of us carry a card. This is our stone. This is our service. This is our building of an altar to God to remember his name. You know what? When, uh, when Joshua, when his men set up the stones, he told them, God told them that, you know what? This will be an altar that when your children ask, what is that for? This is when God stopped the flow of the Jordan so his people could cross over and inherit the land that he was giving them. Amen. So we build this altar of service when, we, when each of us takes up our little, our stone, our card, our bit of service, our prayer, or anything. You know, we are the body of Christ. Yeah. And each of us have our own gifts and we should use it. Yeah. To, uh, to build our church up. Amen. And that's my message for you today. Build our church up. Build it stronger. Uh, use the gifts that God gave you. Yeah? This is my prayer for you, for us. You know, praying in God's word from Psalm 133. And it's, you know, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And not just live together, but work together in unity. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that gives us strength and guidance and everything we need and taught and teaches us everything that we need to know. So when we hear you knocking at the door, let us open up our hearts and let you in. Let you in that, uh, that your word may be glorified in all that we do. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Aloha. Join me in a prayer of confession, please. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with a whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen and amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take all of you and eat, for this is my body. Yes. Broken bread. Lord, as we think about your body, your broken body hanging from the cross, we remember the broken bread, that you broke it, 
that you willingly allowed your body to be broken, that you took our place, that through what you did, Lord, we may come and be with you for all eternity. Yes. Lord, as we think upon this, we're, we're so overawed by what you did for us, Lord. And in the words of the cross that you said, Lord, it is finished. The work is finished. In Jesus' name. Yes. You may partake. Then Jesus took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink, all of you. Yeah. This is the blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Son. We thank you that, uh, that he poured out his life for us. So as we pour in to us your communion, your very life, we acknowledge that you are the very best part of us. Hallelujah. But we are crucified with you, and it's no longer we who live but you who live inside of us. For you said you never leave us nor forsake us. Yes. You gave us your word, and your word became a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. So as we leave here, let us walk in the light as you are light. Yes. In the blood of your Son, Cleanse us from all of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you. We love you. You may partake. Hallelujah. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amazing 
Sun for bear to 